welcome to Mama's Village Podcast, Arrows. You guys, I am so excited about this podcast. Psalm 127.4 says, like arrows in the hands of a mighty warrior, so are children in one's youth. We are mighty warriors, parents, and our children are arrows. They are our assignment, and our assignment is to make sure they are pointed in the right direction, the direction that God has for them. They are not ours. They are God's. And so it is so important that we're able to connect biblical principles and the Bible with everyday life. And that's what I'm going to aim to do with this podcast. Now, you're probably going to hear my children in the background, and it will be authentic, and I will make sure that I keep it real with you guys and down to earth, but I want to minister to you, encourage you today, and I just want this to be a time where you learn and you grow, you're encouraged, and you are strengthened. Hello, hello, wonderful mamas. You can I hope you guys are just having a wonderful day, able to and I am and excited that you have tuned into this episode. In right this is a favorite of mine, um, sibling rivalry, and kids arguing, and it is one of those things that I'm kind of weird. I actually, I like to help my kids when it comes to <laughs> to them arguing. I know that sounds really weird, but I'm going to explain myself. Your kids arguing and having conflict is actually such a good thing. It is one of the things that I feel prepares them for when they're older more than almost anything else. Um, If you think about it, anything that they do, they are going to have to know how to get along with people, right? So when my kids argue, it is something that I think of as an opportunity. I am excited to teach them how we communicate, how we argue in the right way without strife, um, how, what the boundaries are and limitations are of what we can say, how we can say it, and um, the way that we say it, and teaching them how to effectively communicate with each other. Oh my gosh, y'all, it's just huge. So let's go ahead and pray and we'll dive into this. Father, I just thank you so much for today. I thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you for speaking through me. Father, I thank you for the opportunity that we have to teach our children about communication and about how to argue and how to communicate effectively. And Father, we just thank you that you anoint this time and um, that you bless each and every mama that is listening to this episode. In Jesus' name. All right, guys. So I, like I said, this is an exciting subject for me, and I'm kind of weird, <laughs> but I do. I, I think that kids' um, conflict is something that you can just use as a tool to help them learn to communicate and learn to be effective with arguing. Um, my mom, when I was younger, she used to say, Um, whenever my sister and I would argue, she would always say, this is your training. 
this is your training for when you're married. (laughs) And oh my gosh, she was so right. I mean, the way that we were taught to communicate and the way that we were taught to argue um, was was so helpful in my marriage and was so helpful now in my relationships with friends and with authority and with, you know, it's, it's helped me in my relationships in my job and my friendships, my close friendships and helped me to not be afraid of conflict. Um, so let's, let's talk about this. I'm going to kind of try to go point by point. I usually have points to keep myself on track and make sure that I'm making sense. (laughs) But, um, so I'm going to try to stay on track here. All right. So the number one thing when it comes to, uh, your kids arguing is yes, you are the referee. So mama's, you know, we're always talking about like how we just like feel like, Oh my gosh, I do not want to be the referee all the time. Well, for now, that is going to have to be your role until your kids start to learn to do it on their own. Um, they really need you to be the referee. And it, now don't get me wrong, like I said, I, you know, it does make me excited to be able to teach them, but it's not fun to be the referee all the time. Um, it's not exciting and fun to be the one that's always trying to figure out what's fair and what's not. And half the time there is not really a fair answer and somebody's just going to have to give, right? So when you are, when your kids come to you about something that to you seems so silly, it is, you have to think of it as something super important, just like they are, right? You have to see it as as important as they do. Um, now, there's balance to everything, right? I mean, you know when it's just one of your kids is being petty, but that's also something to talk about. So it's always something that I feel needs to be addressed. If my kids are arguing about pretty much anything, there's not really a time where, um, or very, very rarely am I ever like, just figure it out. Um, that's a very rare occurrence. I have done it. I'm not saying I've never done it, but I feel like that is kind of, um, uh, it's going to be a rare occurrence just because for them, they, this is a big deal. And when you ignore it and you're like, oh, just figure it out over and over, you're going to get a situation where one of your children is going to be the dictator and then the other one's going to become resentful and they'll they'll never get along like that. It's never going to happen. It's never going to (laughs) end up being um, fair, quote unquote. And believe me, y'all know, if you've listened to my podcast, I'm not the kind of mom that's like everything has to be fair. But I do feel like you can't have this um, dynamic where one of your kids is always getting their way because the mom's always just like, whatever, just figure it out, you know. And so it's got to be one of those things where most of the time you're going to listen to them. You're going to hear them out. You're going to let one say what happened. Then you're going to let the other one say what happened. And then you're going to be the one that says, okay, well, this is what goes. This is what doesn't go apologize, do your thing, all that. 
So I endeavor when my kids do come to me to make sure that I hear both of them out equally because I never want one of them to feel like they're not heard. And I make sure that I kind of put myself in their shoes and whatever the situation is, I try to apply it. Okay, what if this was happening in real life? What would, you know, happen? Like, for instance, one of my kids is coloring. The other one just walks up and is like, I want to use that. Okay, <laughs> well, that in that situation, I think, okay, well, I'm not just going to walk up to my husband and say, I want to use that remote. You know, like I walk up to the TV. I don't want to watch this. I want to use that and take the remote from him and change it to what I want out of nowhere. That's not okay. So it's also not okay for them to just walk up and grab something. So I try to apply it to real life situations so that I'm preparing them for later on. And I'm not like, oh, well, she's two. So, you know, that's just, you you just got to deal with it kind of thing. (laughs) You know, like that's not fair to the oldest who's always sacrificing and like, you know, no matter what, like the, the, two-year-old just comes up and grabs everything and gets away with everything. And a two-year-old is plenty old enough to realize that's not yours. That's theirs. You can have this instead, you know? And so, of course, like I said, there's balances and there's age categories for all of this. There's developmental ages for all of this. And sometimes, there, yes, there might need to be an explanation to the older one about how the younger one is just too young to understand this, that, and the other. But endeavor to make it as fair as possible and endeavor to explain thoroughly to the child what's going on and why and be real with them and try to not ignore them and their feelings and the way that they feel about something that's happening. And like I said, there's so many balances to that. I mean, of course, like you can't dictate to your child's feelings, right? Like that's just not possible. Your child, um, has a lot of feelings and so do all of us and I'm always telling my kids my I will never treat you guys the same but I will always be fair and I think that's a good rule for all of us to keep in mind there's never going to be this like same across the board for our kids because that's just not how life is and that's why you can refer to just okay well what's life like it's not the same. You don't get the exact same of everything, but you try and endeavor to be fair. And life is not always fair. So there's just always balances, but we try, right? And that's what I tell my kids. I'm like, listen, mama's going to try to be as fair as I possibly can, but I'm never going to treat you the same. And life is not fair. So we're just going to have to make do with what we have. And here's, here is my um, the verdict, basically, like, I'm the judge, here's the verdict. And this is why and help them to understand as as much as possible. Does that take time? Absolutely. Does that take a lot of energy? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, But guys, that's that's parenthood. It is, it's just the way it is. You can't, you can't skip over things like that. Things like them learning to communicate and learning to argue and learning how to have a healthy argument 
That's huge. That's eternal. That's something that will literally affect them every day of their lives when they get older. So you can't skip over it and you can't be lazy about it. You have to address it. And whenever things do come up, there's a lesson. There's always going to be a lesson in the argument. And so I do try to draw those lessons out. Sometimes it takes two minutes. Sometimes it takes 15 it just depends on what we're talking about, what happened, how it happened, you know, all that stuff. But I do take the time and it does pay off. I'm starting to see it right now. You know, mine are just turned five and the next one's turning seven here in a couple of days. And I'm starting to see them like we've been working on this since, oh gosh, they were two and four, a little younger probably. And I'm starting to see them reap the benefits of all this teaching like they can they can figure stuff out a lot of times by themselves Um, and it's really healthy the way that they argue and it's very healthy the way that they figure stuff out and that they figure out how it's going to be fair Um, and it's pretty amazing how those principles that I've given them and those lessons that I've taught them for like two three years are now starting to come out every day in their everyday playing and communicating. And so they respect each other most of the time. Um, they, they are able to kind of figure out what's fair most of the time. They're able to take turns by themselves most of the time. They're able to share by themselves most of the time. Um, and so it does pay off. And it's not going to be like the whole time they're in your house if you can set a very good foundation of this. Okay. So when you, they do approach you, let your motivation be, they are learning to communicate and argue in a healthy way. And so when you, when they do come to you, try not to be annoyed, try to just think, okay, we're going to, let's set them up for success here. Let's set them up for success in their, um, in their future relationships their future relationships in their jobs, their future relationships at school, their future relationships with their spouse, with their friends, with anyone that comes their way, okay? Any team that they're on. Um, Let's make them a good communicator. Let's make them easy to get along with. The Bible says that that, um, we should do everything we can to get along with others, Colossians 13, 23. We want to get along with others. We want to do everything we can to do that. And so let's set them up for success with that. Um, it, the Bible talks about, you know, Jesus, he was a servant. He served others. He put others before himself. Those are the principles you're teaching them, guys. You're teaching them, hey, Jesus was a servant. He sacrificed for other people. Let's be a servant to, to our sister. Let's be a servant to our brother. Let's sacrifice for them. And Jesus sees that. And he's going to reward you for that, right? And we want to be like Jesus. And so just teaching them those principles as these things come up and helping them to learn, to communicate, have close friendships, get along with others, have teamwork when they're in a project at their job. They'll know how to collaborate and how to be a team player. My girls, when they play, that's what we don't value play enough. We just don't. When, when your kids are playing with each other, they are learning how to collaborate and how to work as a team. What do you think they're going to be doing in their jobs? 
when they're older, no matter what job they choose, most jobs are going to require them to communicate and to be a good team player and to collaborate, to listen to what the other one is saying, that you're setting them up for success in these areas. And so if you can think of it like that and just think long-term and instill those biblical principles in them, oh my gosh, they will be worlds ahead of of other people they'll get promoted they'll have good a good marriage i mean if we can just learn <laughs> to just communicate and listen when it comes to marriage oh my gosh i mean the divorce rate would just go way down right because half of what you divorce over is just you can't communicate and listen and change for each other and that's what you're doing when your sibling rivalry is all about like, okay, well, you need to change. You need to, you need to, to say that in a different way. You, you know, that's disrespectful the way you're talking. Are you listening to what they're saying? You need to listen to them. Well, you need to communicate. You need to tell them what is wrong. I mean, is that not half the battle when it comes to marriage? And so if we can teach them to do that now, goodness. They'll be so successful when they get older and loving each other through things. I mean, think about you're teaching them how to bear with one another, which is also in First Corinthians or Colossians, sorry. In, oh no, that's in First Corinthians 13. 13, 7 says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, right? And so we are teaching them to love and to bear bear through some things with people. I mean, you know, you have I have friendships, everybody has friendships where you're bearing with one another, right? Maybe your friend is going through a hard time and instead of abandoning them in their hard time and getting offended with maybe something they say or the way that they treated you in an instant, like you you are understanding with them. Because you've had a sibling and you've had to bear through stuff. I'm not saying you should be a, you know, a rug and let people just, you know, hurt you all the time. But I'm saying that sometimes you bear with people. And even if they are in a bad mood every now and then, or if they're going through a really hard time, you're able to bear with them and you're able to see past that and what they're doing and see who they really are and bear with them. That's what the Bible tells us to do. You know, it's so many things on social media tell us like, you better have your boundaries, you know, make sure you have boundaries on people. And if they do this, then you do this and you leave them and you don't be their friend. Okay, well, I can agree with that to an extent. I mean, like, you should, you know, like I said, you shouldn't be just somebody's um, rug. Like, I mean, they can just wipe their feet on anytime they want. You're not someone's trash can. And if someone's repeatedly treating you in a very poor way, then you can kindly leave them. Um, And there's very unhealthy relationships that you should not be a part of. And that's something that God can lead you with and guide you with and that you can have, you know, just some healthy boundaries set up. But also on the other side of that, the Bible tells us that love bears all things, right? And, and that we shouldn't do everything we can do to get along with other people. And so we need to make sure that, you know, we're, we're bearing with one another and that um, we're teaching our kids to bear with one another. 
and to have those healthy relationships with their siblings. And when they learn to do that with their siblings, they'll have a really good balance of that later on in life. So we're thinking long term. So number one, you are the referee. Um, Number two, realize that they're learning to communicate. They're learning to have close friendships, get along with others. They're learning to have teamwork. And then just think long-term, guys. Colossians 13, 23, 1 Corinthians 13, 7, thinking about Jesus and how he was a servant and just teaching them those godly principles at that young age and helping them to see what friendship is all about and how to have a healthy friendship and how to bear with one another, how to serve one another, how to love one another and how to communicate effectively. That is what you're going for. So when they come to you, try so hard to not be too aggravated, to listen to them and to help them to um, become those healthy communicators that you, that you want them to become. All right, well, I'm going to pray. I hope that this helped you so much. I mean, it helped me to get a good refresher on this. (laughs) This is kind of stuff that does get me excited because it's stuff that, gosh, it's just, it's what being a mom is about. It's what being a parent is about, is about helping your kids to be successful in life. And this is something I feel like so many people don't see like, hey, this is, you're helping your children to be very successful in life. So, all right. Well, Father God, we just love you. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you, Lord, that um, you help each and every mom to just see long-term, give them strength, Lord, to referee through those arguments and help them to teach their kids that godly wisdom, those godly principles on how to have healthy, good friendships and how to communicate effectively and be a team player, Father. And Father, we just love you and thank you and bless each and every one of these mamas today as they go through their day and help them to feel empowered and strengthened by you throughout their day. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, awesome mamas. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to connect with me, there are several ways that you can do that. You can. The number one way to connect with me is through my website, mamasvillage.org. And you can sign up for a free workshop on mamasvillage.org and it kind of gets you started. It will get you subscribed to my email so that you can get updates and just kind of know what's going on. I am working on more and more resources all the time. And so Right now, what you can do is you can sign up, just put your email in, and that will subscribe you to my email list. And that will just give you a free workshop. So it's a free three-day workshop that gives you biblical principles to help with clarity on how to raise our children biblically. It will give you so much peace to know where to start to discipline your children in a biblical, peaceful, loving way. You can also connect with me on Mama's Village at Facebook. I have a group and a business page. You can connect through both of those. And also um, at Village Mamas on Instagram. Would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this podcast at all, if you could leave a review and just tell me what you liked about it. That will help me so much to pinpoint what you guys are wanting and liking. And also, it will let other people know about the podcast and get the word out about the podcast. So 
If that is something that you can take the time to do, that would be absolutely amazing. I hope you all have a very blessed rest of the week, and we will catch you on the next episode.